Oops. It was like a... It was like Not a, quite a point. It's bad it was like a, no, you were counting like Obama, like it was extra oh. slow. Okay. Welcome into the CHGL Bears podcast presented by DraftKings. We love our new partner, DraftKings. Use that code CHGO when you sign up right now. Uh, we have a good show for you today. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, and Jake Flanningan. <laughs> Which I, is, <laughs> I think you just put it up there as Jake Flanningan. It was. You ever had anyone call you Flanning? As somebody who's always... I mean, I didn't spell... I, it was just a, you know, it wasn't on air. No one ever saw it, but now you're putting it out no, there. No, I so. didn't even... I never even mentioned the graphic. You did. Okay. I was just saying that that's how your name should be said. I Weird. think what's important for Weird. people to know that Jake is, the, is uh, one of the backbones of the operation here, but there is not a bigger... Bears fan, I think, on the planet than this guy right over here. I mean, look at him. You got the sweatshirt, got the hat, and you're like, I guess you're angry about something today, got so I can't wait to hear what you're angry about. The it's the opposite. It's happy. Top. It's it's uh, happy jubilation. Angry. I am ready to to get on this this uh, this subject of Bears and, and the positive uh, vibes that they're on right now, and, and let's go. Jake is our GM here at CHGO, and part of uh, the power that he has is <laughs> – he gets to say when he gets to be on the show. So he got, he's fired up about the Bears. And I love it because the reality is we get one of these weeks like every four years. That's right. So we don't need any buzz kills. We, don't, we can be over the top this week, I think. You just enjoy it. I mean. Super Bowl. We are. Say it. I, listen, <laughs> say it. Super damn ass bowl. Let's go. <laughs> I, listen. I mean, people are talking Bears in playoffs. I'm hearing that it's out there. And, and I'm also hearing that, uh, you know, the Bears could be a dangerous playoff team with the way they play football, start grinding out a game, make it short. All of a sudden, we've got uh, uh, an improving offense come, come late January. Next thing you know, Bears last team in, not somebody you want to face. Bears, dangerous football team, Bears. Let's get to that in a second. <laughs> um, because you're now the second. I did not hear that being said, but you're now the second person since I've walked in here this morning to mention that to me. So we got to get to it. Um, we got big news. Big news. Big news. We teased it yesterday. New Ooh. shirt. That's pretty. Has been released in the CHGO locker. This one is awesome. A new CHGO football shirt uh, in all of its glory. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. Obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, please go to the CHGO locker and check it out. But it's kind of it's got like this old school. Beast of an animal, just running. He's like, it's kind of like uh, David Montgomery running behind the fullback the other night. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes you want to play old school bear football. You know, it's it's actually falls under the umbrella of what how the people how people used to look at the Cubs. Like the Cubs were looked at this cuddly thing, and you needed to make the Cub angrier yeah. because that would mean that the Cubs somehow would win more football games. And I think we here at CHGO clearly have taken that on. And I think you, Adam Hogue got very involved in the design of this T-shirt. You wanted an angry bear because you want the Bears to win football games. You're trying to channel victories into the shirt. First of all, I'm taking zero credit for it. Uh, Eric, who designs all our shirts out in Denver, did a phenomenal job. He did just ask me what I thought about it, and there was one tiny, tiny, tiny tweak I made to it. I didn't make it. He made it. I just said one little thing. Otherwise, I was like, this shirt is awesome. It's going to be great. It's going to sell like crazy. I hope people check it out on the CSGO Locker Uh do we have the basketball one too, or is that supposed to be Deji? Uh, yeah, we, no, we can do that. Let's, let's throw okay. that up there. I didn't know if that was official yet. Uh, there it is. This one, I love this one too. I, I want too. this right now. I love the smoke oh. coming out of the, out of the nostrils. There is that the nostrils, steam. or is that in that's the steam. Uh, yeah, that's steam coming out of the old nostrils? Yeah, solid. Headband's a nice touch too. Oh my god, a lot of details. It's so beautiful. Lou Aldang. Uh, Wait, so we got that in a t-shirt, and is that a sweatshirt or a long sleeve shirt? That's the crew neck. It's cool. Oh my so God. that's exactly it's what I was going to say. I'm a big say. crew guy. The CHGO football t-shirt and the CHGO football crew neck there for you uh, football fans. And then the CHGO basketball and CHGO basketball crew neck. If you're looking at allchgo.com there in the locker, that is the way to go. And then, Carm, you just hit on it. That's exactly how the Bears started, right? The name. Because the Staley's came from Decatur, and they came up here, and they said, let's do a, a bigger, more ferocious cub. So they went with that, and then they went with the colors of U of I, and that's how the the Staley's became the Bears. That's great history. <laughs> history <laughs> is important. And I, I mean, not really. I, I knew about oh, the yeah. Decatur Staley's and 
I mean, we could sit here and do a whole hour right now on Papa Bear and his brilliance and how he used to throw around uh, nickels like they were uh, manhole covers. I mean, this, but but hey, we you stepped up, and I I love that uh, this is all boiled into a new t-shirt an angry bear the bears going in new england you are not taking papa bear's record on our watch and now we're on to dallas nine and a half point underdogs going at jerry's world taking on ezekiel don't worry about micah parsons hoag's got his yeah, grades not not, don't worry about micah parsons at all no just blowing uh, whoa, up the- i am very worried about <laughs> yes no i understand incredibly worried about uh, yeah as we, as we all should be hey he's before we move on other- Check out Logan throwing us a little $5 super chat. Listening while at work. Thanks for always giving us great content. Appreciate you, you, Logan. Logan. Don't get fired. Logan, you have no idea what that super chat does for me. Thank you so much. And all of us. I I, I feel it deep in my bones. That's a little weird. I like what Eli said. Is that a a bear? Because I thought it was Tevin Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well. Te- Tevin Jenkins' love is real now too. Yeah, that kind of looks like seventy six. Well, I did my part last night. I think I, I think I got some. People you really did. You you. I, I mean, just. You had this. We were just talking about segment ideas, and you wanted to throw out this segment idea of just like football nerd. Yes. And I was like, Are you just making fun of me or what? But I embrace uh, it. I I can't tell you how much I enjoyed watching the end zone angle of this Bears game. That uh, there were so many different things, it, for, but Tevin Jenkins was just like. Inject all of it into me right now. Yeah. Okay, so just a couple things because you just gave out my segment idea, which I would, which I would like to ask everybody in the <laughs> chat. Do you want us to do a segment called Football Nerd where football nerds like Adam uh, break down what's going on and we nerds, would talk about nerds, you know nerds. 11 personnel and that 12 personnel. That is like the fifth time you've done that in How like is week. that possible? How, like this person calling me, I haven't heard from this person in 28 years. Carm, turn your phone off. That's on me. That's a loaf. It's a bad job. It's wait, a bad whoa, job. Whoa, whoa. It's not the fault of the person yes, calling you. Yes, it is. It is yes, you it is. for not having your phone up. Vibrant. 100%. You're exactly right. You're 100% <laughs> correct, but that's a weird call to get at the same time. It's my fault and that was a weird call to get. Uh, I was just going to see who it was. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. So I'd like to know if you would like us to do nerd football and to, to do like an actual breakdown of what's going on. You're, but what you put out there, that's not nerd football. That's meatball. That, that, I love that. That is, yeah. that is look at this. Yeah. Tevin Jenkins is kicking the shit out of someone, and it's awesome. Um, everybody can understand that. But I'm, I'm reading like, you know, I'm, I'm going through a deep piece on how the Bears are figuring out their way today. And... 11 personnel, 12 personnel, 21 personnel. I'm thinking, like, how many people out there actually know this stuff, care about that? But, like, we got a diehard audience of football fans, so maybe we should do a segment nerd football. One for yes, two for no. One no, for I yes, just, two for no. I already put it in there. Zero yeah. for no, one for yes. <laughs> okay. And we got a lot of ones so far. Okay. And, and we got a weird hash mark from Kevin, which I think is funny. I don't, I don't know what, what that, that even means. I think well, he made I'll say a mistake. this. I, I love pancakes. The only thing I maybe – love more than pancakes is seeing offensive play Waffles. like we saw in New England and seeing right. Jenkins get get on it like that it kind of goes back to what we talked about in the preseason or before the year even started I think when when Will was on we talked about how by the end of this year we want to see some an offensive line that comes together we want to see Taven Jenkins play with some nastiness some Larry Borum get to that point and we weren't sure what else was going to happen on that offensive line but we do know Braxton Jones is, is you know, doing his part, and he's only scratching the surface of, of how good he can be. So that excites me about what this team can be, but more importantly, what this team will develop into over the coming years. So let me just understand here, if I may. You, and by the way, uh, you're running this place. You're welcome on this show or any show at any point in time. But you wanted to come on today because you wanted to basically tell Bears fans how excited you are about the Bears. Is that is that accurate? Sure. I mean, I'll just – we were talking about the history of the Bears. This is where I found myself, um, what, uh, Thursday before last, right? The Bears basically hit rock bottom against the Commanders. The offense couldn't have looked worse, right? I've loved this team with every fiber in my body. My grandfather and my father worked at Staley's in Decatur, all right? That's where they literally parked their cars to go into the factory where the Bears played football before they moved to Chicago. I found myself last week not really caring that much about that loss, just saying, oh, it's fine, it's a rebuild, whatever. But it, and then what I, what I found and, and what I rediscovered a little bit in this win was I think we reached the bottom, and now we're on the ascent up. And this 
team is showing us all the signs of, of what they can become, and it excites me because you saw what they just knocked out in Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches ever, and right? He doesn't have the roster he needs right now. They're not playing it. They don't have a quarterback. If we have a quarterback, and I say we, then Bears fans in Chicago are in a place that we have not been maybe ever before. And that's why I'm so excited and so glad to be here with you guys. The maybe ever before, Cole, you want to you go into that? Because I, 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 I actually had a very similar thought. Like, we haven't been in this position, and I just did the we thing too, <laughs> but the Bears have not been in this position where they have, and maybe we're a little premature, but maybe not, an ascending young quarterback with seemingly an, a greater understanding by the day on how to use him that has unique that has a unique skill set to your point maybe ever right well i think yeah and it's I, a little it feels very over the top but it's but but it, but it also feels like it could be true i mean as we all complain every week about justin fields doesn't have enough weapons and all this stuff the upside of it is that the best case scenario right for the bears is and it ain't gonna happen every week, which just happened with the Patriots. Okay, like right. it, the, the other the other side of this that we learned, if we're just being honest, that the Patriots aren't that good. They were overrated all week long going into this, and way too many people were giving them too much credit. Hashtag Carm. Hashtag Watch them play. Hashtag Thought this was a winnable game. They they were not impressive at all. Good for you. You did pick them. You did pick the Bears to yeah. win. Um, but the point I'm trying to get at though is. There are going to be, I think there are going to be more weeks like that, though, where they play like they did, whether it's win or lose. And so you get to the point where, okay, this talk about playoffs might be a little bit premature, but it doesn't take much to be in the hunt on all those graphics that we start to see once we get to November. The reality is the NFC sucks. Right. It, it's not that crazy to, to potentially see a 9-18 and 18 get in that didn't win their division. Um and that's, I mean, I, that's right where I was in my season prediction, right, right. around eight, nine wins. So, but that's not what I'm getting at is even, whether to get into the playoffs or not, just being in the hunt with a young quarterback who's getting better. Think about what the narrative is going to be going into the offseason. And I'm talking national narrative, not just here in Chicago. Watch out for the Bears. They have the most cap space in the league. By far, it's not even close. They have all their draft picks. They might even be able to acquire more. They have Justin Fields. They have basically the freedom to do and add whatever they need, which has not been the case the last three, four seasons. That's what's going to be the talk about this team. So I think that's where the excitement comes from that Jake's talking about. Yeah. And, and what it is, too, is this. The Bears have – what we saw the other night is the Bears have the best player on the field of the 22 players playing if the Bears have the best player on the field at the most important position in every game over the next 10 years, they're going to win more games than they lose. And I know you're talking about Cairo Santos, right? <laughs> the best Spe special teams player as well, yeah. Well, sure. and the fact that you uh, – shout out Cairo Santos. Congratulations. NFC on Special Teams Player of the Week. NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. And, I, and when I saw that, I just thought about for myself, there are a lot of people in your life – that you take for granted, who have been there for you, who do things for you, either back in the day or today, and they don't get a ton of credit. Cairo Santos, think about, let's go, let's rewind two, two years, two plus years to we're never going to find a kicker, Cody Parkey, Cody Parkey, Cody Parkey, and it was a huge talking point. This dude showed up, won the job, and like hasn't missed since, basically. I mean, he's been, he is an underrated part of a, just a solid that's just rock solid, rock solid Chicago Bear portion that we don't have to worry about. Way to go, Cairo. Congratulations. You earned that. I think that fits into the narrative that, that Adam is talking about and I'm trying to reinforce too is if you surround fields with players like Santos, I know he's not playing with him, right, but he's doing his job on special teams. If you surround fields with players like that and then a few more people who are dynamic and do their job really well, that, that's what it has me on this level right now. That, that I haven't been on since before Parky double doinked against the, the Eagles and I hit my knees. Like that's that's why where I'm at today. That's why I wanted to be on. That's why I want to talk Bears, and that's what I think a lot of Bears fans are probably really excited about because for the first time in a while we 
we have that hope again of of what the the top level can be for this team. You want to talk about the fact that um, Justin Fields mentioned that they took plays from the Ravens apparently in his post game uh, conversation with Mark Grody. Yeah, I, I think either with Grody and or with uh, with Joniak and Thayer. Regardless, he said after the game, and Grody tweeted it out that uh, Justin mentioned that the Bears in their eleven days off looked at what the Ravens did against the Patriots, and maybe they looked even further into what the Ravens are doing, and they stole designed run plays that worked. And I just think it's a it's. It's just so unbelievably refreshing. Like, I don't need to be a genius, and you and you don't have to follow my system. Let's see who does Justin Fields look like, play like, what skill set, all that. Oh, uh, there's this guy in Baltimore who uh, is an MVP. And by the way, Justin is is a is better at throwing the football than him. But he like and is bigger and is bigger yeah. and which Cole Komet underlined, like, hey, let's use his strengths. This guy is 6'3", 230, and he can move. Let's, let's, let's lean into that. Um, that seems like the exact opposite of the coaching style that ex- the Bears were under for the previous four years. Exactly. Right? Not, it wasn't even going to mention that part of it. But it's like, a fact. But, but it, is, it is a fact. It, this, was, this was Komet's comment. Let's lean into our strengths. I think when you get Justin, he's a big guy. When you get someone who's three, his size and he can just fly, he's built for it. It provides a lot of advantages. And look, the, the Bears, before the New England game, they had, what, uh, 12 design runs all season long. And in the New England game alone, they had ten. Yeah. So they 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 went and looked and let's see what's working here. And uh, the athletic does a really good job of just breaking down different different plays of, of what they did. And they they created Is that Nate, Nate Tice's piece. Yeah. Nate, yeah, Nate Tice's piece. I mean, it just it's it's very it's like oh that makes a whole lot of sense and it put Fields in an advantage. And when you're putting a really good player in an advantage. You're, I you're I, gonna, I think beyond just schematically too, there's a mental boost there for Justin for sure that we have to pay attention to, and this is something I know I've talked about a lot, but I truly truly believe it when I watch him play. He he plays better when he's got some swag going, mm. when he's mm. you know he's feeling it, and, and that's not like a, a a crazy statement. I think most athletes are probably that way. I think some show it a little bit more than others, but the reality is like we've we've seen him once he starts to get a couple positive plays. Okay. Then the thing starts rolling. When everything's going poorly, that's when we see him play his worst. Worst because I think he gets a little bit down in the dumps. Not again, not surprising. Perfectly okay. But the reality is, if he is, and I think he already is, one of the top four rushing quarterbacks in the league, just in terms of pure ability and doing it at an elite level that most can't, because he can run like Lamar Jackson. He's not quite as elusive, but he can cut and get a field vertical just as well as Lamar Jackson can. Oh, and he's as big as Josh Allen, maybe not quite as thick to run people over, but still has that size. That's a combination you absolutely have to take advantage of. And I just go back there. There was a third and five play where they're just literally, okay, third and five. Third mediums usually... A toss-up. Like, are they going to get it? Are they not? They just ran the most simple QB sweep to the outside, to the left sideline. That wasn't even that hard to block up. And he just got there with the speed and went right out of bounds. I'm like, that, that's a gimme. Unstoppable. That's good for Getsy. You don't have to overthink it sometimes. And then you get little plays like that. It just gets things going. And I don't think it's a coincidence that, oh, by the way, he threw the ball better and looked better as a passer with all that going on. Yeah, and, like, again... You don't have to be a rocket scientist, but you also have to be smart in what you're designing. So there's a combination here. Let, it's just I just think it's it's very refreshing that they're like these. Okay, we've been here now six weeks. What what have we learned? Let's sit back. Let's let's realize this sucks that we're two and four. This sucks that we lost three in a row. This sucks that Justin is is super frustrated and is tired of getting close. How do how do we change this around? Well, and then you have a whatever conversations they had, and they actually got somewhere. That's uh, and and then you look around the league to your point on on, on Josh Allen. Um, There's another piece, uh, little nugget in, in in that athletic piece or whatever. Uh, the Bills have embraced running 
Last year, they had a grand total of zero saps from 21 personnel. Here comes nerd football. So two running backs and one tight end, right? 21. By the way, can we quickly, because people were actually asking about that. So just what that actually means is how many running backs is the first number and how many tight ends is the second number. Right. So 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends. And then if you think about it, you're going to have five. Then you can do the math on the the how many receivers are on the field because it's always going to add up to five. That's how you think about it. So 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends. How do you get the five? Two receivers. James Hogue, second grade math right now, <laughs> working on this stuff. You get two receivers, right? right? 11 personnel, three wide receivers because you have one back, one tight end. So the first number is always the running back. Second number is always the tight end. Give me some 13, baby. Let's go. Right. And Or, I mean, I mean, or as I've been screaming about 22. Right, twenty-one. You mean two running backs out there? Well, you include the fullback, by the way, when you count that. But I'm talking about Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery on the field. Love so, that. Yeah. So okay, and so Buffalo zero snaps last zero snaps on first and second down uh, two seasons ago with the, with the two one personnel, two running backs, one tight end. You can say twenty-one. Okay. I, I'm just saying it for myself because I don't think anybody gets this stuff. I feel, I feel like people do this stuff and they think like everybody gets it. It's like, you know, if, if you're just running, you know, like, no, no, no. Most people don't know what 21 is in 12. They, they, they don't. And, 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 they, and, they, and they shouldn't, and the, which is why it should be explained. Are you uh, saying that I should explain mesh concept in the yes, newsletter I, I just submitted? Yes, I have no it? idea what that means. <laughs> Z- 0.0. By the way, idea. newsletter right. in your inbox. Mesh? Is that where the, uh, where the QB holds the ball in place in that's the running the back? Point. Oh, that's the mesh point. Oh, that's the mesh point. Yes. Okay. That, you're right, though. That's the mesh point Sorry, on was, the zone read where yeah. you hold it in the in the uh, I was belly zoning out yep. and then I heard mesh and I fair thought, enough to see okay. buzzword right there. mesh concept is when you have two uh basically you're basically running low crossers right and you're just trying to create a bunch of traffic in the middle of the field legal and, legal traffic right and when you're running that against man coverage yeah. bam 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 someone's Boom. gonna come open I, I I much better than the uh the Matt Nagy uh four hook hook routes which is his favorite third and eight play, and run about six yards. Yeah, that, 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 that doesn't work. Uh, uh, I'm so glad we don't see that. I'm, I'm just so happy that <laughs> that uh, Nick Parts just wrote in about that's a lot simpler than I thought. LOL. Thanks, fellas. I, uh, thank you for being right. I think we're all we can all be in that this should together. be this that should be the football nerd segment that you want to do. It's just let's explain one thing every week. To yeah, I okay, like it. Okay, okay, good, okay, great, great segment. Okay, great. Well, Done and done. Let me just finish the Bills thought. From the top, zero snaps, two running backs, one tight end, first and second down two seasons ago. This year, 21%. 21%. That's a huge jump. So um, the point that I'm trying to make here is that there are – it looks like there's a shift going on of people being more aggressive to scheme against defenses by putting running backs in the backfield. Okay, uh, the Bears have dynamic running backs and a dynamic quarterback, and the NFL is moving that way. So it, it, I feel like there could be advantage Bears in how things are being schemed up for what they have. And if you add in the elite wide receiver that we're getting in the offseason, come on, Ryan Poles, you're going to get this done. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you know, now you you got you got you got a problem on your head for the rest of the NFL. What Justin Fields can be is a cheat code, right? It's not just that the Bears. Are, can do what the other teams in the NFL don't do as well. The Bears can be um, a rushing team where all these teams that are designed to, to do things through the air dynamically that the Bears aren't quite there yet. They, they can do that right now. They've proven it, right, in the first half of the season. But where Justin feels a cheat code and you bring these other talented people in and we have people develop, that's where things go crazy because then the Bears will be able to run the ball down the throats of the opponent and say, oh, Let's audible out. Let's go. We've got this option here. Let's go three, four receivers wide. We were going to take advantage of them on this play. Boom. Big play. Touchdown. Boom. Again. And, the, and having the ability to do both, which it's so simple. I get it. But to be able to do it and execute it in that way and to have, like, an elite rushing quarterback but an elite throwing quarterback in a year or two from now, what, how, how is the league going to stop them? Well, you got me thinking – the reason why the Ravens didn't work in the playoffs is because once they got behind, it, you, they weren't coming back. Fields is better throwing quarterback than Lamar. You, you won't necessarily be in that same predicament. If, if, 
once this roster is where it needs to get to and you have, uh, you know, some everybody in a more comfortable place and their talents are that much more advanced. By the way, whoever asked me why I'm dressed up today, it's just an orange Bears button down. I didn't go. To, I didn't go over the top, nice. but 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 I am. Uh, I do. I am going to. I'm, I asked I'm you the going same thing when tonight. I sat down. What's that? I asked you the same thing when I sat down. I was like, "Why are you all dressed up?" I, I, I'm wearing jeans and 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 and, and yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll actually defend you a little bit. It's just a button-down shirt. It's a it's little. It's. Good. I uh, mean, it's, it's actually know. a really nice shirt. Seasonal too. Yeah. I, I would call it peach. Yeah. 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 No, it's, um, it, it, you know, trick or treating could be happening. It's a nice shirt. It, it's from my. I like it. Yeah. No, it's a good shirt. It's. Uh, it's 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 uh this is custom made. That's true. Oh, <laughs> oh. okay. I, I you know what you need damn. to go with that though. You need you need some shit. You need to walk over some shady right I I do I do. You're absolutely correct. I'd be, this, I'd be in the next level if I had that. You, everybody would be looking at you as you're walking down Madison. with The shady rays and that great peach looking. I, I'm shirt. in. I can't wait to get them because shady rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive. So they set out to change that. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays is if you're walking down the street with that peach shirt, Shady <laughs> Rays on, and, uh, you know, I don't know what happens. You just, you're looking at your phone you know, you're worried about Twitter. You're doing a TikTok like like Carm likes to do, and all of a sudden you run into a pole and break your shady rays. Oof, not good. They'll replace them. What? Lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Shady Rays also provides ten meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed, and have donated over twenty million meals. To date, so this is exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for fifty percent off two or more pairs at shadyrays.com. That's right, buy one get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as fifty four dollars. Redeem only at shadyrays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. And you know what's great to eat when you're having your 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 peach. This is an orange. Somebody thinks it's pink, and I'm getting a text that I. Why are you wearing yellow? I don't see any yellow here whatsoever. Uh, but what's great when you're doing all that uh, is to have some Green Ridge Farm Chicago local meat and cheese coming oh. down your way. Come on, Jake! Yeah. Uh, all natural deli meat sausages. They're famous meat sticks, perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches. In the middle of a CHGO show, where the hell are you, Nicholas Mariano? Um, yes, you're He's right. sitting in Hal's Hall right now with this bag of Green Ridge Farm meat sticks he that is. he brings there every day. He, he is, and right now, when you order any three meat products from GreenRidgeFarm.com, they will include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, and those meat sticks will be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Uh, Green Ridge Farm, Simply Natural Meat. Two brothers starting this company. The perfect small batch meats and cheeses coming from the timeless traditions of their European roots. I'm telling you, do this. You will not regret it in any ways. Green Ridge Farm, uh, that is just the way to get your snack and your meal on. Thank you very much. All right. I love GreenRidgeFarm.com. See, this is what you need. You need that nice shirt that's right there on your screen if you're watching on YouTube. With some Shady Rays and Green Ridge Farm meat stick. Yes. Great source of protein. That's the CHGO way, right? And may I suggest the crew neck uh, for perhaps, I don't know, what about uh, November 6th, 8 a.m.? Tailgate time. And Michigan Avenue? We crew neck season there. I I think, Jake, you could speak to this uh, if it's legal too, but I I believe we have have stuff for the early tailgater. We got stuff for the mid tailgater. Uh, if you get the early, isn't there like a special treat available? Yeah. Hey, come out 8 to noon right there at the tailgate. We're going to have donuts, coffee for those of you there early, so be there early. Sweet. Um, and then we're going to have burgers. We're going to have dogs, Polish sausages, Italian sausages, treats throughout the way. We're games, more games than ever before. We're going to have uh, drinks all included into the ticket. As you can see there, there's also parking available, that option that you may want to take advantage of if you're planning to go to the game, which I know a lot of people came last time, uh, hung out for several hours, and then walked over to the game, and it was just a great setup. Can't wait. So head to allchgo.com. 
to secure your ticket today. We've got um, opportunities on there for not only this game, but maybe you're going to the Bears-Lions game the following Sunday. Get that one now. Yeah, Don Burr, come on down. And then I'm really excited about that first weekend in December when the Bears host the Packers. And if what we're talking about today and the Bears continue to head in that upward trajectory, if I can say the word correctly, then that could be a tailgate to remember for a lifetime. That's how I'm. That's how I'm looking at it. That is. That's I a, mean, it's a poor memory. By then, Aaron Rodgers might be retired. I was going to out at the tailgate. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Could and, be Jordan uh, Love versus Justin Fields. Listen, everything's on the table here. They beat. They beat Dallas this week. <laughs> the Bears beat Dallas yeah. this week, and the Packers lose to the Bills. Yes. Two games up on Green Bay, right in the thick oh, for the playoffs. Yeah, they'd be. They're tied with them right now. Right, one game up on Green Bay. Absolutely <laughs> correct. You're, <laughs> I would no, but no, no. That's not what I was talking about. Two games up in the overall Packers. We're one game up on them now. Sure. Kevin, oh, oh, oh! In the overall the wins yeah. win yes. list, yes. Overall wins. Yeah. Hey, one Bears. quick point to what Karma was saying right before we were talking about uh, Shady Rays and Greenridge Farms and our tailgate was Lamar Jackson and then Josh Allen and comparing the two. What's the the thing that the Bills offense has done? to surround Josh Allen in the last few off-seasons, and what has the Ravens failed to do to help Lamar Jackson in the offense? That's a good point. Well, I mean, yeah, they've just they've gotten them wide receivers, and, and Stephon Diggs is, anyth- is better than anything that yeah. the Ravens and or Bills or uh, Bears have. Right. And, and I think that that's the – but if you look at how things went when they were developing Josh Allen early, they did not have those pieces there. He really did not have a lot of help. And then they went out at the right time once the foundation was set, once that once Sean McDermott had his his culture put in there. Uh, then Brandon Bean said, All right, now let's go out and get Stephon Diggs. Now let's make that move to give the quarterback the help. And then that's when the Bills took off. So I, I think that that's, that's what you should be looking at. I think we should pull that clip right there of, of Adam Hogue outlining how the Bears are about to become the Bills. Bears to the Bills. Is that too tall for you? Bears to the Bills. Yeah, but it's going to take a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like, I don't not, care how long it takes. Yeah. That's great. In one year from now, if we're the Bills, or even two years from now, that would, like to be at the top of the NFL in two years, sign me up. Yeah, you still right need to get the now. ring, though. I do think, you know, if I had to pick a team right now, I do think this is probably the Bills' year. Mm-hmm. But you're still picking Kansas City. But anything can happen in the playoffs, as we saw last year. No, I'm so. I think the Bills. I think the Bills. The Bear. I think the Bills can beat the Chiefs this year. But but you know we're getting ahead of ourselves there. Especially if they host well, the playoff yeah. game. Right? I mean, really. And then whoever wins that game will play the Bears. Bears in the Super Bowl. Let's right. go. Hey, in, in, in Arizona. So it's so. a coin flip at that point. Yeah. Right. But the culture part, right? The the Bills develop that culture. I've heard you talk about this before, and. That's what we want from the Bears, right? And it seems, do you feel like the Bears are heading in that direction and doing it the right way? It's too early to find out? or what? Well, I, I just think, so this gets back to the Belichick thing. Like, I think there is a respect in the league right now for what Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are doing. And, you know, maybe I should just repeat what I said on the radio earlier today. Carm, you'll probably be interested in this. So, a few years ago at a Northwestern game, okay, uh, Ryan Pace happened to be there, he was scouting. You know, he was just scouting the game. Bears run a bye or whatever. I'm not, you know, and they had a home game. Not sure. Pause one second. So Lucas Patrick is going on injured reserve. Uh, oh boy. So uh, just just to get that out there before Hogue goes out. So oh, that's a good point. Uh, minimum four game ab- absence okay. when you go on injured reserve. So that's got to be that Mustafer is going to be your starting center. There's no, you know, Pro Bowl center that's coming over to the Bears right now. Sam Mustafer. We'll have Nick jump on here with us here later yeah. to, to get the updates. But um, Okay, so back to your radio. Anyway, so Ryan Pace is at this game, and I'm talking to him in the press box, just, you know, about a bunch of random stuff. But And I want to say this was 2018. It was right when the Bills were, like, starting to put in what they were doing there. Okay, and, and just like kind of unsolicited, he said to me, just I have a lot of respect for what they're doing there. You know, I think Brandon Bean's doing a good job. I think Sean McDermott's a good coach. I like the way they're building things there. And the point there being that, like, other teams, even if they fail to replicate it, right, can see 
which teams are doing things the right way, building the culture the right way, okay? So now let's fast forward to the owners' meetings this year down in Florida, and I was talking to a current NFL general manager, and we're talking about, because remember, this was just like a couple months in the polls and Eberflus being there, and just, you know, what do you think about it? What do you think about what the Bears are doing, blah, blah, blah. And And that person said to me, pay attention to how the Bills built what they built. Like, just just keep that in mind as this thing unfolds this year because I think there's going to be some similarities. And so, like, connecting those two, like, just it, 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 it stuck with me because it's like I think there was an early respect for what the Bills did that people inside the league could see before the fans and people around the, like, you know, the public saw what the Bills eventually became. And so just to hear that early on and what the Bears are doing now, and they got a long, long way to go, it's just it kind of gives you sort of an optimistic look, though, and a viewpoint of, oh, well, even if this doesn't look great every week, there's a belief behind the scenes that Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus might be doing this the right way. And so then when I see Bill Belichick kind of go out of his way to embrace Flus on the field and and say complimentary things to him in what was a longer-than-usual Bill Belichick embrace because he's known for these icy, cold handshakes when he gets his ass kicked, uh, it, you know, in big games. I, I, I don't know. It just, it, I thought it was notable. I don't think it's the biggest thing in the world. I don't think it means that the Bears are, you know, going to win Super Bowls. It just, I, I think it's a positive thing that happened. It was a very weird Belichick all Monday night. Yeah. Like, he was super relaxed and kind of like resigned that they're that's what it felt like to me at least that the Patriots are not winning and aren't good and there's really no changes that we can make in the moment and I'm not going to be yelling and then I'm just going to hug Matt Eberflus for I don't know if somebody should do the time mark on that one was it 20 seconds it was a long time I don't know I feel like maybe Bill Belichick saw <laughs> flashbacks of himself in like 2004 Maybe okay. that's what it was. A, a dynamic defensive coach that is, is in, in power now as a head coach and has a, a young quarterback. Confirmed six Super Bowls. That's right. The Bears. Coming your way. I mean, <laughs> all right. Just, just, just to, but to the building the team part that you're talking about, let's just underline for a second here. Uh, Kyler Gordon, what grade does he get right now? I'd say an A-. minus. Jaquan Brisker, I'd give him an A. Valus is uh, a D, but there's there's talent there. Braxton Jones for a fifth round pick, that's an A. Dominique Robinson, <laughs> slow down. It's an A. It's, it's, it's slow it's down. A, this is for the season or just the one week? I'm saying for for I'm just saying for to for what he's done. I'm not saying he's going to be an A long term. I'm just saying for what they've gotten so far. Am, am I wrong? Am I going too far here? A fifth-round draft pick who's... who's all right, no, first of all, I like Braxton Jones. I got him playing as a starter. Sure. He's graded he, out as a starter. Tra- so he's, a, he's the starting left tackle. Dominic Robinson is on the field all the time, and he's making plays. He I mean, he's really a, he struggled had, against Washington, though. Okay. Okay, but, but, just, but, but for a fifth-round pick... No, I think he's a great... I, I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a job by him. If you're trying to say, are Jaquan... Is Jaquan Brisker... Uh, Kyler Gordon and Braxton Jones looking like pieces for the future. Sure, I'm. I'm just saying when you when you look at his draft, you got. I mean, yes, it would be great if there was some outstanding receiver that was splashed in there, and not what Bayless has been so far. That's the big miss. But my grades it, it, would probably be different, though. I mean, if you're talking about the whole season, value wise, it depends on what you're grading. I'm talking about. Is. I'm talking about. I'm talking value wise. This is where he's drafting, adding picks, the whole thing. Even even hey. He gets props for Trenton Gill. That was this. That was your last pick, two hundred fifty fifth overall. You know this guy's gonna like. Dude's that. a good punter. That's right. It's it's pretty was, it was a good pick. We should get to my grades, by the way. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, for, this is just for this week against the Patriots. Um, but a lot of good play, as I mentioned yesterday on the show. Not a whole lot of red pen action going on. A lot of green. A lot of green marks. A lot of. A lot of players ended up in the blue chip tier again. This is just for this week. Does not mean that they are like. Permanently blue chip players in the NFL. It's just how they graded out this week, and it'll all even itself out by the end of the week. But give Cairo Santos the credit, man. He is really—he's actually the top of my grades right now of the entire roster. He's <laughs> which isn't great. I'm not going to say he's—he's he's, uh, as good as Justin Tucker, but he's 
He's quietly up there as one of the best kickers in the league. Dude's rock solid, man. I mean, he's really good. Uh, Cole Komet. Wow. I, I How just, many times has he been in the blue chip tier? Uh, well, tell us why. More importantly, though, Cole Komet, I think people need to understand. Let me look at my season grade on him. He is, he is a high-end starter grade for um, this entire season at this point. He only has one game where I had a negative grade on him. That was against the Packers. I just think, and this is why I always go back to my Kyle Rudolph comp. Like, I just think people see tight end drafted second round. He he needs to be like a Travis Kelsey type. And it's like, that's not who he is. He, he has the ability to... To be one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. When I say that, like somebody you know you can run the ball behind, you know can help you in pass protection, is going to be a reliable blocker, and oh, by the way, can make that type of catch he made on the sideline yeah. 25 yards downfield when he adjusted to a ball that was actually behind him and he made a great play. Like, So, you know, is he going to be your best fantasy football tight end option? Probably not. But when he grades out on the film and he's consistently making key blocks on big plays and he's giving you two catches a week that are like on third down that move the chains, that's a good player. Yeah. That, that's a good player. That's a good pick in the second round. He's also, if we're going to underline commit positive things, he's great, in that, he's great in the locker room. He brought Fields into doing yoga. He's uh, just a – I just think he's a positive, good force around the, the team. Um, Great as a furniture pitch man too on a, a local. I saw that. Couch. It's good, yeah. right? Yeah, Solid. I didn't. I didn't know he was doing. The, yeah. He was laying there on a mattress. Never wanted a, a new couch he, more than when I heard Cole Komet. Yeah, he's. I can't remember the company he was doing it for, but you know, he's <laughs> a good doing. We'll it. see it again. John M. Smith Homemakers, love yeah. that jingle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, though you're right. The the important thing I think you pointed out was this: fantasy from reality. And and a lot of people play fantasy and they think, oh, well, Cole Komet's got two points or three points. But in real life, he's helping the Bears win week, well, well it, this week. And look, did I think there'd be more production? Yeah, I Same. did too, actually. I drafted him in fantasy this year. You Same. know, and that, that, that hasn't necessarily come. But I'm telling you, the, the way the coaches are looking at this every week, they're happy with him. Um, let's get back to reality. Yeah, <laughs> just who else was on that list. Uh, Justin Fields, not surprisingly, he graded out well. Roquan Smith. Equinemius St. Brown, another guy that's just earning a lot of respect for me. That dude blocks like crazy. He and unlike some of the other receivers on the team, he catches the ball when it's thrown to him. So you know, is he ideally probably like your third or fourth best receiver in terms of actual production? Yeah, in a perfect world that would be the case. But he's a valuable player on your team. And then Khalil Herbert and Tevin Jenkins, good list right there. Players who play well the other well, night. As far as St. Brown is concerned, he is actually now becoming a tad bit of a safety valve for Fields, which is a huge development. So, and that guy is just another rock solid. You know, you pretty much know exactly what you are going to get from him. So, when they were redoing the team in the offseason, I'm I am really on the positive side of the train today. But when they but but you were looking, for, you you weren't going to spend a lot of money. You weren't going to give up draft picks. Who are some solid character dudes here who have some upside and who that that's what they went out and got and. EQ has, has lived up to it. I mean, that, that wasn't – Getsy obviously knew him, Green Bay, the whole thing. He's, he's not flashy. He's not great. And maybe he's not going to be here long term. But for what, they, what was out there and what they were doing, it's, it's, you can understand why they went, on, went out and got him. He's been, a, he's been a plus. Yeah, and you know what? Knowledge is power, right? So the intelligence in the moment to block the right person, to run the right route, to be in the right space, and then the emotional intelligence to say, this is my role on this team. And when you have a group of players like that together on your roster, then, you know, the elite players will shine and, and those players will do what they can to, to lift and support the players that will ultimately win us games, the Bears games, week after week. We have our first, first from J.R. Mayberry. First, Poles needs to re-sign EQ. There we go, EQ. You Bears fans want you back, baby. Wow. Hey, Bears. I like Pettis in this last game, too. I think I don't know if he's a high grade there, but I think he had a couple uh, plays that, that were well. And he, you know what? He didn't. He didn't make have any fumbles on special teams, right? Uh, he did. It's important. He, he picked it back up. He, right? Yeah, he, that works. He, yeah, he, didn't no lost fumbles, right? Yeah, gets the ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Dante Pettis. I'm a Dante Pettis guy. He has flashes, and then he has games like two games ago where he was just 
pretty bad. But um, the next tier was the uh, long-term starter tier. A few guys ended up in there. There's your guy, Kyler Gordon. My guy, the fullback, Kari Blassing game. Braxton Jones, to your point. Justin Jones played well. Definitely yes. your guy, Justin Jones. Yes. Love you, Justin. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Love to see the passion, too, right? You get the turnover, you, you're, or, or, you, know, you get the stop, and you, you hold the ball up, and you bring the team together, you run down there. I love it. Love and, it. and then the only player that ended up in the bottom tier, it's always good. It'd be nice. I, I was wondering if we were going to have a, a clean slate here, oh. but Larry Borm. Oh, I don't like to see that. He struggled a little bit. So. Going against an elite edge rusher, though, yep. would you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. No, he had a he had a tough matchup, yeah. and um, there were some good moments too, but um, he he uh, needed needed some help on uh, on Monday night. There was some bad Borum moments. It's okay though; we, we still believe that he can, you know. Do improve. we? I do. I do. I love Borum. I think he's he's got a lot of potential, but when he has got to he's got to perform better in those situations. Um, no doubt. Like, there's no excuse. I don't. I don't disagree with Adam's grade one bit. He's. But, yeah. I don't know when you're talking about the off season right now with with where Larry's at. He sort of feels like a, a swing back up tackle, and Maybe. depending on where they invest their money, that at would be my point, guess. Uh, I yeah, I do have him as a reserve right now with the way he's played. So, uh, still got more football. A lot of games left. Still got more football to figure out. So, uh, all right, uh, we also need to tell you about our friends at GameTime because GameTime is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. So if you've ever dreamed about sitting in a seat you never thought you could, like at the 50-yard line, courtside, I dream about sitting courtside with Carmen in a Bulls game. Let's go. And, uh, and so we got the GameTime app. You can look at, pull it up, I'm take a look. Right. At what's available, and it is possible to sit in those seats with the Game Time app, because the biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You're not going to find a better deal this season. So even if you're like at our tailgate in a couple weeks, you're undecided on whether or not to go to the game. You could be at the tailgate, right. have your phone out, and be like, "All right, I'm gonna look at the Game Time app. What's popping up here? What's what's uh, what's available?" And maybe there's the right deal for you. You click on it, and you buy it, and boom, you're in. Very low pressure, especially good for people like me who are non-committal in that moment. You want to maybe go, you don't know, and then you see it, you see the price. Okay, I'm going. I'm I'm Hogue. You want to go tonight? Let's <laughs> let's just take. I'll just I'll, I'll just let you know what what it would cost. Um, we could go we could go lower level, uh, fourth row on, on the baseline right now. Me and you on a flash deal. Um, snag a flash deal. Love it. Uh, fourth row, 140 each. That's uh, that's good experience for 140. That's yeah. that's that's $160 under face. We could get some CHO, some good uh, some, some time on the free throws. You know, we could we could be jumping up and down like, like maniacs. Yeah. yeah. If we're fourth line base, fourth row baseline, you're. We were right You're there. You're on TV. Yeah, well, this it's on the side of the court. We're not we're not going behind the bucket. That's that's we're we're, we're not doing that. Um, Did you say that? I said baseline. Yeah. Okay. Baseline I, or sideline? I mean sideline, I guess. But that's <laughs> to me. To me. To yeah, me. I'm, to tough me, moment for you, basketball to, guy. To, to, to me, I'm lined up on the baseline, like I'm sitting. I'm I'm not at the free throw oh, line. I'm not at the center I court. I, 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 I'm saying we're sitting uh, at the you're baseline. Sideline, but you're even with the basket. Gotcha. That's right where I sat to see LeBron hit that three in the playoffs. Don't mention that, please. I, that was, hey, I was there. That was a terrible day. Well, I'm sorry, were, you were there. That was the end of it. By the way, if you want to go cheap up top tonight, forty-two each. Uh, I'm talking about with fees here. Game time app. Get it done. All right. uh, I got some news on our guy, Equinemius St. Brown, here in a second. But first, um, you know, we had a lot of fun with DraftKings Monday night. I have a lot of fun with DraftKings every week. And you can make every play feel that exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. 
Check it out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. It's just an automatic boost based on how many legs you have in your same-game parlay. The more legs you put in there, the bigger the boost. When you win, it's pretty sweet. I took advantage of it Monday night. And to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, real quick, Braggs is uh, upset that uh, he's not getting the invite uh, for tonight's Bulls game. I mean, he's in. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, thinking about it. I yeah. mean, I, I well, I'm not going, Bragg, so you can take my spot. There you go. More importantly, Anthony, uh, thank you for the super chat. He says, uh, Adam, what was your grade on David Montgomery? Because I thought he played well and ran hard. Fair point. Very fair. And, and Bragg's, I mean, you know, we spent a lot of time together on Sundays. I don't know if we need to go midweek bulls. That, that might be a lot. <laughs> wow. Of, that could be wow. just too much. I'm kidding. Let's go, buddy. You want to come to Bulls Pacers tonight? Text me. Let's let's do it. I'm in. Uh, Montgomery, high end starter. Yep. High-end, different from long-term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is where... Okay. Long-term starters suggest, like, there's a big... So, within the starter category, which is below long-term starter, you're either on the high end of that or the low end of that. Okay? Okay. Don't think... This is why I don't like doing it weekly. Because <laughs> everyone overreacts to it, and no one—it makes way more sense when the season's over, and you're like, "Oh, long-term starters, people—they should resign." If you're not in that category, right. you probably play like a starter, but I eh, don't know if technically yeah. want to give out a hundred million dollars, right? So, would Roquan Smith fall in that category? Uh, Roquan on the season is uh, like literally right on the cusp of. So that's why yeah, that's kind Bulls of the problem. Same way with David Montgomery. Like these are good players. Yeah. That's why there's a difference. That's exactly why there's a difference, Lawrence, because you're playing like a starter. You're a good football player, but there's a difference between that and handing out a hundred million dollar contracts. So that's why there's a difference. And then there's the blue chip, which is, yeah, you give him whatever he wants. Cause he's that good. Cairo Santos. So you can do that for a game. Yeah. Cairo Santos. $100 million kicker contract. I'll be the first to do it. Um, the thing I was going to say about Equinemius St. Brown was um, uh, he's the honorary captain this week. Wow. And I'm already getting tweets from Adam Johns to settle down. Don't get too excited about it. About EQ? Yeah, because he knows how, like, how he blocks. Yeah. Who does Well, but let's underline I, I like a good blocking wide receiver. Do you? I do. I mean, but don't Honorary you? Honorary captain. What do you, okay, so when Fields, it's in actually, because I, I watched this, it's like, okay, he's, he's coming out of the, he's scrambling for the hundredth time, and the Bears wide receivers, rather than getting open, they're immediately just turning to go block. And part of me is like, get open. Like, give, give him, but, I mean, scramble. I, you know what, I think Ryan Poles takes a lot of heat for not surrounding fields with more from this offseason, right, as far as receivers. But one thing he did do, and Hogue, I think you could back me up on this, based on what you just said, he did surround fields and that offense and the offensive line to support them with quality blocking receivers. Yes. So that's a point that I don't think I've heard too much yet, but that, that at least we can give him some props for that. I mean, I prefer uh, myself quality blocking offensive linemen and receivers who can catch the ball and are elite. That's an amazing that's, point. And I know, can't wait for the different for the moment that that occurs, Lawrence. You're, yeah. you're, you're spot on there. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, I, we'll just have to wait and see for that, I guess. Uh, we're going to talk to Nick here. Um, you guys are talking to each other in two different places, so I'll just be the middleman. Uh, he needs the voice of graphic. Yes, yes that's and fine. I put his face on, so we'll talk yeah, to him I, here I knew in a that. second. Um, there's other there's other news, by the way, coming out with Patrick going on the injured reserve list. Byron Pringle is going into the 21 day practice window. You get the fever for the flavor of Pringle. I I. I I haven't thought about Byron Pringle in a minute. I'll, and people are asking in the chat, like, who does he replace? I I was excited about Byron Pringle at one point, and now I'm like, okay. Uh, he could replace Velas. Uh, I don't ISM want him replacing Velas. Do you? Uh, I, yeah, I, I like basically have no opinion on Byron right. Pringle. 
Okay, so you're with me. The, the fever of the flavor of Pringle. I never had the fever. I never had the flavor. I mean, no. <laughs> no. Since, yes, feed, though. Since, yeah. since he did the, the donut thing, we you have the fever of the flavor, or was it just before the donut thing and he had that weird press conference? I was out on Byron Pringle when I was trying to get Andy Reid to say something nice about him at the owners' meetings, and he was just like, I was trying to get him a Pringles sponsorship deal. That's yeah. pretty much That's what he said? Kind of deflect original. No, he said he liked them and all this stuff, yeah. but then it's like, well, then why didn't you resign him? Right. It's not like he signed with. He signed like a five million dollar contract for one year. And right. They had a need for a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. They traded Tyreek Hill like a couple right. days later. Says a lot. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I agreed. Agreed. And I for a sec. Okay. I thought maybe that this guy was going to be unlocked here because there was such great receiving talent in Kansas City that maybe. Ryan Pohl since he was in Kansas City you wouldn't bring in a guy that you you know him so you gotta like something yeah so I was optimistic on Pringle but I have lost the Pringle optimism that's fair well hey but maybe it'll come back to defend myself against you and and law if the Bears maybe have a top half or top 10 blocking receivers blocking tight end situation that's how you turn five seven eight yard gains into big plays yeah, you get to that second level, and that's why you're seeing a 20 yard scamper, a 30 yard. You see 19 make a big block every week. Do we have Nick or no? I believe so. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll give it a shot here. Uh, hey, Nick, Nick, are you there? Nicholas. Nick, hello, hello. The uh, voice he's, he's of muted. Nicholas I don't Moreno know. is not coming through. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's there, but he's not really you there. Know, I don't for quite understand. One that. of the most technology like geeky guys in the world nobody at chgo has more technological problems than nichols moriato hey hey wait you guys can hear me now i was not i unmuted myself i was muted on your end i think i don't know how that happens but we're good i still think i'm one of the best in technology here clearly but uh yeah you are it's just you uh, you have a very (laughs) weird sound right now that is that is kind of entertaining to me so keep talking please (laughs) okay i don't don't know why that see it's not me you guys just the technology i use which I don't know what, what's going on here, but how's it You're going? Good. You're good. Go tell, uh, run down the news because we're a little short on time, but we want to hear everything that, that came out here. Yeah, really quickly. I know Mark, you just mentioned um, Lucas Patrick. Maddie Raflu said they, they're determining the extent of the injury, but he does plan to go on IR and in replace of um, Lucas Patrick, they're going to move up Dieter Eastland off the practice squad and elevate him. Um, they also, you guys mentioned Byron Pringle opened up his 21-day um, practice window. Really want to check out his conditioning. And the Bears also signed a wide receiver to the practice squad, Darius Fountain, who did have some familiarity with Matt Eberflus in Indianapolis. And your honorary captain of this week is going to be Equinemius. You guys are talking about his blocking. That's something that Matt Eberflus actually brought up. Watch how he blocks. You mentioned it, Hogue. He always has a block each game. He does. He's someone that's very committed to the run game and helping spring his uh, teammates open. Um, and then some other things really quickly. I asked Matty Rufus about Bayless Jones Jr. You said maybe you want to see more in the offense. I asked, is he even in consideration for, for punt returner right now? And how what Rufus said is, first thing is securing the football. He mentioned Dante Pettis also had a muff punt in that Monday night game. He was able to corral it, though. But they're going to put the guy that we feel best for that particular game. So, yes. No, on Valus, maybe being in consideration there, but he only had 13 offensive snaps. Got to see what your your third round draft pick can do at, at some point. So you got to get the ball in his hands. He was also asked about Micah Parsons. What's difficult about blocking him? Quickness, intensity. The Bears know that he's going to be a handful for them all game. And then one last thing I th- thought was interesting when on after the Washington game, obviously they had the mini buy. They took one a better part of one of those days to already start game planning. For Dallas, because they knew it was going to be a short week after this Monday night game. So, Eberflus getting ahead already, game plan for Dallas. Look at that. They can look ahead to their next opponent, still beat the crap out of the Patriots. That's exactly right. Take that, Bell check. We we on you, Bill. We can't wait for our next matchup with you. Um. So, my uh in the Super Bowl, right? In in my, I, I I'm I'm kind of done with Valence Jones as the punt returner. But yeah, I would give him a chance at kick returner. Yeah. Like, I was a little surprised they made that move because I still think he has – it's a completely different job. We talked about this before. You don't have the same pressure catching You still got to catch it, but it's not quite the same pressure because, you know, guys bearing down at you right away. And I think with a full head of steam, he's a, 
he's a different type of runner. So I would still give him that chance. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I just don't think – you forgive, but you don't forget on the punt return uh, <laughs> capabilities of, of Velas. But I, I like that point because if he does drop a kickoff return, he can pick that up and still run 100 yards. Well, and also, what is he doing if he's not – returning kicks for you. He's on, he's on the field for five offensive plays. That's, that's not great. So I'd say I, I, I would, I would use him there for sure. Agreed. And no, on the punt return. No. <laughs> yeah, guys, he's only has 18 career punt returns and that came last, you know, in 2021 in Tennessee, he has 122 opportunities at kick returner from USC to Tennessee. So he has far more familiarity with that aspect of it. So if there's an opportunity for him to get on special teams to be a return man, probably he's going to be at the kick return spot. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm just digesting that the one comment in there, if Bayless ends up being a bust, it's, it's still a good draft class from Bell's air. That's a, you're, you're right about that Bell's air. I think most likely it's definitely trending that way. And let's just hope that Bayless finds his way here a little bit in the offense. Listen, give the guy – I know he's older, and that's a big uh, critique of him, but he's not Kevin White. He's already scored a receiving touchdown. He, he has a receiving touchdown. Yes. Kevin White did not. He was a bust. Velas still has time. Let him, Give him some time. How many uh, receiving touchdowns does Darnell Mooney have this year? Zero. How many does Velas have? One. Okay? So, like, I get it. He hasn't been great. He doesn't have a lot of opportunity, but – Let's not label him a bust quite yet. They did. Uh, we can't let that, that. That's not a receiving touchdown. It, 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 it's in the stat book. It, it is. is. It's a touchdown either that's way. Right. That's they right. Flipped him the ball right in front of his one feet. It in doesn't front of matter his though. Whether he didn't a, beat somebody and get open. If you thought Valus Jones was going to be catching uh, uh, fades in the back of the end zone, you didn't read your scouting report on. Uh, I, Jones. I I didn't think that, but <laughs> but Jake over here is underlining that he's got a touchdown pass of Moody. Like that's not really a touchdown pass. They that, that's a that's a handoff. Nick, uh, what else are you looking forward to today at at House Hall? You know, just to continue, we'll hear from Justin Fields later today. So to continue to hear him. And just those design runs, obviously, you guys talked about Lamar Jackson, that offense, kind of stealing some plays there. But just seeing, like, how he kind of views himself continuing to do that in the offense. Because clearly it opened things up for not only himself, but some of his other teammates. So just kind of hearing from him and, you know, if he would like, and I'm sure he would, more design runs, regardless of the opponent, regardless of the defense, to be implemented in this offense moving forward. And then I think we're scheduled to talk to a few more players, and that's always a surprise each and every day at Hallis Hall, so we'll see how that goes. Get him, Nick. All right, Nick. Appreciate you. All right, you guys. Have a good one. Don't think that you – I didn't notice that you dodged ping pong this week. <laughs> I wanted to go. Well, you know. I understand. You're working. you got so things Monday to do. Night, we lost a day. Uh, make sure you're following Nick on Twitter at Nicholas Moriano for all the latest from House Hall. I want to finish the show at this. It has nothing to do with the Bears, so I apologize. But um, Russell Wilson told reporters that he spent four hours working out and rehabbing on the Broncos' flight to London. What? He was doing high knees in the aisle while his teammates slept. What this is from our friends at uh, DNVR. Got the scoop. Zach Stevens of DNVR got the scoop. That's the oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, my God, I uh, love this. Of course, DNVR has a plethora of people over in London. Not yeah, you should be following everyone. our guys at DNVR. Um, they are in London for this game, and they're already there. And apparently, um, I mean, can you imagine being one of the guys sitting on the aisle trying to sleep, and you got Russ. It's just weird, man. Doing He's, leg lifts dude, for four hours. There's four the quarterbacks in the NFL that I'm so done with, and for various reasons over the last six months. Deshaun Watson, number one. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, number two. Now Tom Brady, for sure, number three. And, and add Russell Wilson to that list. I'm so sick of that guy. He's a fake. He's a fraud. He's, he's had a great career. He, he's been amazing. But his persona, like, I just, I don't know. Kevin probably doesn't agree with me. But. Sit your ass down on the plane. <laughs> Wait, I got the full quote for you. This is from uh, Zach Stevens from DNVR. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Zach Stevens DNVR. He says, I don't, this is Russell Wilson now, I don't really get jet lag too often. I've traveled enough to, to get my system down. For me, I was on the plane the first two hours. What is it, an eight-hour flight? The first two hours, I was watching film, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. Then the next four hours, I was doing treatment on the plane. 
I was walking up and down the aisles. Everyone was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on my legs and everything else, making sure I'm ready to rock. So that was good. And the last two hours, the last hour that I fell asleep for one hour and I watched film for the rest. I felt good to go once we got back. I, I, I don't mind. You want to walk around on, on, a, on an overseas flight. I get it. Pat Fitzgerald. But not for four hours. I have a feeling right. his teammates. I think <laughs> yeah. his teammates are annoyed by him, too. What is he doing? Like, every time he, like, takes a knee bend, he goes, Broncos country. And then he gets up and he goes, <laughs> let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. And he just does it the whole way down the aisle. Like, that would be annoying. Four and hours. it's possible that he did that. Four right? hours is weird. It's believable. I, yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, is that enough? I don't care who it is. If, if I'm on any plane yep. and somebody's... Working out in the aisle for four hours, I'm mad. Agreed. I mean, you gotta have those. Let's yeah, all get up. Have the nice headphones that are noise canceling. Preferably a window seat if you're uh, one when, of the smarter people. When CHGO goes to, oh, I don't know. Yeah, about, where are we going? Let, uh, let's go. Why don't we? Why don't we go this <laughs> to Phoenix summer in, in February for the Super Bowl against uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots? That'd be cool. Yeah. What about? What about like? I mean, let's just. Let's just do London and go to Wimbledon for a tennis match. Flanagan's in. He loves tennis. Sure. And, and okay. we'll, we'll all just, you know. Yeah, I'm good. Was that July? Prime boat season before training camp starts? And, and and I ain't going to Wimbledon. You're going like, to Wimbledon. That if, sounds if you get like that something invite. Russell Wilson would say. I'm just <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Russell would be like, I get my full workout. Yeah, you're right. On the boat. You know, right. we hit up. Everyone else is having fun. I'm Everybody working Everybody was out. in the water drinking. That's right. I was on the bow. You're right. Doing yoga. That's. <laughs> right, we got don't Cubs be that guy. Up. Don't be like that's yeah. the Russell Wilson thing. Like, I, right. Don't be Cubs. that guy. Don't be that guy. We got to go. By the way, Cubs, 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 Cubs. Uh, go uh, hit like, subscribe, please. Go to the CSGOlocker.com and buy that cool new shirt or the crew neck. Uh, one more thing. I know my. Uh, I, po- I apologize. The uh, newsletter didn't go out early this morning. I had to do it the short week. We we're still finishing up tape and stuff. It should be in your inbox very, very soon if it's not already. So if you're wondering about that. AllCHGO.com to sign up for the Bears Things newsletter. Thank you. Chat, you were awesome today. I'm going to go walk around in my Fuchsia shirt. Thank you very much. Bear down. Bears.